Hello and welcome to Darth Souls, episode number 45. Today I'm joined by Mr. Stephen Hogarty. Hello. How's Hogarty? It going? I always say your name Hogarty. wrong. Hogarty. Hogarty. You should know. know me for like I know. six the years. The problem is I've got so used to saying it wrong as a joke that now I can't remember in my own head what the right way is. That's fair enough. It's and, Hogarty uh, like yogurty. But people also say yogurt, so it's not that's really a helpful yogurt. way. Yeah, yogurt. Yogurt. Yeah. Yogurt. Yogurt. That's where it started a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, Gav Murphy. Hello. You can. Hey, it's easy to say my name. Gav's two names. The normal name. Yeah. <laughs> Morphine. <laughs> Gav Morphine. How you guys been doing? Awesome. Good. I'm, I have to pay special attention to recalling which podcast I'm on. I'm on Daft Souls and not on our regular features podcast. Which we just recorded two <laughs> seconds before this. <laughs> which you should listen to if you want to hear the same three people talking about things completely different. Yeah, mm. using um, more rude words and being a little bit less restrained. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely true. So in the past few weeks we've had, uh, well actually not a lot, but before that we had... Um, talking about XCOM and a lot of E3 stuff basically for the last couple of weeks because it's all been like hype and excitement yeah so I'm quite looking forward to getting back to stuff that people have actually physically played a little bit yeah uh, me and Steve at the end of this we're going to talk about her story a little bit I don't usually do this kind of intro for the podcast but Gaff hasn't played it and I don't mm. want to spoil it I really liked her story yeah Steve didn't like it I, but, yeah. but that's fine but I don't feel it's I don't feel it's very easy to talk about that Without yeah, getting into the verge of spoiling, because it's sort of talking about the structure, and you talk about the structure, then ah, ah, you've just spoiled it. Yeah, yeah. So what we'll do is at the end of it, me and Steve will start talking about it very briefly, and, and then as soon as we get anywhere near, you will know that for the rest of the podcast, it is just that. So yeah. you can just mm. happily pull it out of your ears like you're pulling a yeah. raccoon well, out of your Well, I'll say goodbye, and then you'll know that if you don't want her story spoiled for you, come on with me. <laughs> <laughs> to my house and help me oh, clean my flat if we lived in the future you would just be able to like red button it and just go home with Gav instead <laughs> yeah. yeah actually so, I, I, do you know what I was just about to say oh, don't worry, I'll periscope my journey home so everyone who doesn't want to spoil but this doesn't go out live does no, it no, no, so, no, no, everyone will be like what am I doing I might still do it anyway no. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like a joke that wouldn't make sense until the future yeah so so what have you guys been playing recently mmm I've had a dark time um, with Fallout Shelter, if I, I talk about that very briefly. That's brief. fucking brilliant, isn't it? It is, but I had a really dark time with it. Are you as shitty as I am? I was for a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm terrible at it. Like, I don't understand how I'm so bad. Like, why is everyone so fucking miserable? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad like, that somebody else said that. My, my, my game is just full of fucking miserable pregnant women. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, they're miserable enough to just be, like, just to have their faces, like, sad all the time. Not miserable not to be fucking 24-7, though. Anytime I put two people in the room, that's it, they're fucking, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they're, like, they haven't eaten for days. What else can you do in a shelter? Well, it's yeah. a bit dark, though, because it's not like, um... I think I get why they've done it. They probably thought, guys, to actually do a proper simulation, that's yes. going to be a lot of work. Mm. So let's make it completely like manual, like which means that people don't develop relationships and develop families or outside of their job. The way it works is if you want people to have a baby, you put them in the bedroom. Yeah. And then the problem is it, how it should be. Yeah. <laughs> and it None does of this I, kitchen nonsense. <laughs> it does get boring in the end though because it does mean that the whole game is just this managing people's sex lives of being like oh, okay right yeah shuffling people around yeah. so that everyone's pregnant all the time in order to maximise <laughs> the number going up which is that's the game is making the, the people number go up have you made someone pregnant by accident yet but I've just gone you know when you're moving lots of people around you're like oh I'll just move him there for now I'll move him there as well and you just go come back and you're like no I'm suffering I don't want you to fuck I can't handle another baby <laughs> 
No, I had a backlog of babies at one point, though, where um, <laughs> there was no more room. And I was like, why? Are and then I built another bedroom and suddenly it was popped out. It was yeah. this crazy thing of being like, baby, kids. baby, baby. Imagine how that was like in real life. That is always like in real life. You can't afford an extra bedroom, so it just stays in there and waits. <laughs> um, but, you know, I had a really, really unexpectedly dark time with it. I mean, it's... I can't even recommend it that much. It's kind of fun and addictive for a little while, but then once you've got to the point where you've kind of seen all the mechanics and how it works, it's just you immediately just go, oh, I've not really got any interest in this anymore. I don't know. Like I've I've still I've stuck with it. Um really? I've, I've started again though. So I started again and I was just like, right, let's try and be a little bit happier this time. Well you get to this point where you build a radio station and the radio yeah. station brings people in, but also it just makes everyone happier. Yeah. Um and then everything's fine. As soon as you build a radio station, as far as I can tell everything is pretty much fine from that point onwards. Mm. But before then, I, I actually found it to be an unexpectedly really dark experience that actually reminded me, that made me think a lot about the apocalypse, the actual apocalypse, and not the yeah. fun apocalypse of Fallout games usually are being like, oh, you've got to go out and explore and find things yeah. and fight monsters. But actually the reality of it, of being like, we haven't got many people, which means everyone needs to work really hard so we can all survive. Yeah, but also, because you're a woman, you need to have a baby inside yeah. of you. So it became this this weird dark system of everyone being miserable, but everybody ensuring that at any one point all of the women were pregnant. Um, but then also um, that as soon as they were pregnant, they got back to work on the reactor because yeah. otherwise we're all going to die. Well, yeah, because I've got I've got th- at one point I had like three pregnant women working in the water purification room, and it was just like. They just look horrible. And I was looking at going. They're so sad. They're not having a good time. That baby's gonna come out with antlers. So I haven't played this because it's not out on Android yet. No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, what is the, so it's it's free. But what's the monetization? Like? Um, it's pretty work? light. I spent a bit of money on it because I wanted to. Um, Did you? Yeah. Not about anything on it. I bought a couple of boxes just because I wanted right. to. Um, so if you do cool things, basically you get a lunchbox like you do in Fallout, and inside the lunchbox is like cards that'll have like cool shit. So be like, oh, we'll either give you some money or. Like, what would it be like? Some food? You get like weapons yeah, and armor you can put it, people, yeah, yeah. and the armor gives people different stats, and stats yeah. basically means how good they are in the different rooms, and the rooms are That's basically right, just yeah. timer based things, other being like, oh, you know, then you, you wait for four hours or whatever, yeah, and then you yeah, can yeah. tap that room and it will give you some energy or something. But it's kind of fun, it's kind of gentle. It becomes a problem in the fact that the aim of the game is to um, amass a large number of people, yeah. but then the problem with that is it still requires you, when you've got a lot of people, to manually. Um, micro everything yeah. so it's this thing of being like it kind of makes sense if you've got like shitloads of guns and shitloads of armour it kind of makes sense to make sure that you are, you give one to everyone mm. or as many people as you can because then yeah. if you get attacked by raiders and they come into your vault yeah. they will it means anyone will be able to shoot them but then you have that thing of being like well, where did I leave that good gun and yeah. can't, can't remember and it's, it's kind of one of those games that expands exponentially but doesn't yeah. give you any tools to deal with that in an efficient way um, and also, you look at what the end game is, and it's like, oh, there's nothing. It's just, it's just the, do it. The fun Keep thing for me it. was yeah. was making it so at first, so everyone isn't like having a terrible time. Yeah. As soon as everyone was happy, it's like all you got to do is get more people in the vault. But I was like, I'm happy. I've got thirty people. I'll do that. Their lives that's, are that's great. Too much. I yeah. I felt like this is fine. One yeah, more already too like, many people. Yeah. I, I I think it's a shame that there wasn't any kind of aim, you know, or like. Because in my mind, it's like... Or it's missions like, as well. If you think about it, if they were just like, okay, like if it was like theme hospital, it was like, okay, this person has come. Now you've got to deal with that or build this build this thing or anything like that. Because there's none of that. 
Mm. I mean, it's literally, as you said, just a mass people. It doesn't I mean, make sense. Constant, yeah, it doesn't make that's sense. Not, that's not what you would want to do. No. It's not a survival you thing. You start turning people away. It's like, hey, you've got this really safe underground bunker. You've got 30, 40 people living there, having a lovely time. What should we do? I don't know. Maybe we should, like, let people in from outside or, like, massively increase. Like, no one would no, want that. No Everyone there that, yeah. would just want to survive. Mm. So we're trying to make... We're trying to put all our money into, like, fucking... It's, it's, maybe like, like, it's a really altruistic vibe of being like yeah. we want as many people as possible we want, like, we want people from outside to come and stay here and be safe it's yeah. like that's not how the Fallout games have ever worked they've always been like who are you? excuse yeah. me? no you're not you don't belong here yeah. you need to stay out there like that's always what it's been about I saw a screenshot I think it might have been um, Rich Stanton I put a screenshot of his vault and it made me feel sick I was just with worry I was just like, <laughs> like it was so big and it was I was like fuck that is like four times the size of mine and I'm stressed out now thinking about it. Like, I, I don't want to delete the app, but I, I don't want to open it either to see what's fucking happened since I haven't played it for like, two weeks. I will say, weeks. though, what is fascinating about it is it's a game which is free-to-play and doesn't yeah. take piss with microtransactions, but yeah. it's still built around the foundations of many free-to-play games. So it has that rush mechanic that oh, all these things that. have. But it, rather than asking you to pay money for it, rather than asking you to be like, hey, you can pay 10p yeah. to happen now... It has this thing if rushing has a chance that something bad will happen, like a yeah. fire or, mm. or or something or bugs will come out through or something bad. Yeah. And it's always bugs. Always it's bugs comes from the bugs. outside and just fucks everything up. Or <laughs> like the room will just burst into flames and you're just like, oh for fuck's sake. Yeah, but it's this thing of like I that's interesting because the whole rush mechanic is just such a free to play thing. Yeah. It's fascinating seeing it in a game where it doesn't ask you for money, but there's still a really bad thing. And actually in some regards it's like, oh it's you don't want to use it because, no. but you end up having to use it. So, I mean, it's kind of an interesting thing in the fact that when I first started playing, it was this horrible grind of looking at everyone being grind, so yeah. sad and all these pregnant women just so miserable. <laughs> Nobody likes to see a sad prego. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what was worse though as well was the fact that because of the, the nature of how the game works, everyone has different abilities, right? Um, it's like this guy's like you know he's he's a really strong dude he's going to be great here this guy's going to be great in the water treatment here this guy so everyone had a place right everyone had, had like a job natural jobs apart from this one guy all he was was quite charismatic he had a big dick <laughs> just sat <laughs> in the, in the, the barracks hand. all the time bring her in <laughs> that was it oh not a baby from Leroy <laughs> it, it became this really dark thing where I wasn't playing you know you're not one of the people in this vault you are like the overseer you're the person yeah. who's doing it and these are just people and you look at the qualities and you go this man doesn't really have many redeeming qualities however the ladies like him and so he just became like the person who the lady slept with. That is sort of how the vaults work in Fallout, though. Every every vault had like a, a hidden sort of social experiment that they were running. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so true. Maybe that's that's also how the vaults work in my house in West Norwood. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I realised how bad the problem had got at one point where I, uh, you know, a few hours later, I put some people in the room to to breed, to and fuck. nothing was happening. And then don't I call like, it breeding. Call it breeding. Wow. It's dirty as fuck. Mate, it's the like, end they're end miserable world, doing it. It's hot. It's sweaty. Look, they got like ninety five percent radiation. They're just going at it for the sake of going out. No, they're not though. This thing is this Mine is one, this is one level one level beyond that in terms of badness. It's like okay. they're not even really enjoying it. They're just doing it because they have to. 
You know, like a queen bee. Well, the opposite of that. Yeah. A queen <laughs> king. I think it was called bee. Charles, and he had a moustache. Uh, yeah, I was like, these people weren't—they weren't—they weren't doing anything. And I was like, why? And then I, I zoomed into the room. Because like, I've seen him fuck eight people before <laughs> me. That's why. No, somebody's saying, oh, I sure even have a wet face cloth in there to rub off. It's smudged. It's smudged to bits. Oh. I'm not going near it. But <laughs> you're basically getting like pregnant from just a little bit of smegma just. Oh. Buttering out all over yeah. it, guys. We've gone well into regular features territory. <laughs> yeah, so if you enjoyed that, listen to the regular features podcast. But no, it was this thing of like I zoomed in and it said, "Oh God!" Like um, it was something like, "Oh, it sure is great hanging around with my family," <laughs> and it's being like, "Oh God, shit!" That's her son. I've forgotten that like because so many people in the vault had had the same dad. Um, it meant that. They, they they were all related. Is like, there inbreeding in the game? No, I think they they don't allow that um in the game. But it's not allowed to happen. I think so. I think it's something that is like it won't let it happen, and it you has like to go. Oh, I love episode. hanging out with my family. Does it let cousins do it? <laughs> you need to experiment. You need to do yeah. some tests in this. Yeah, oh, whack them all in. Yeah, someone um, get Kotaku on that. <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be like that X Files episode, Home. Where like they just cut off the mum's like arms and legs and stick her under a bed and be like, right, you're the one that all the babies come out of now. So, oh my God, I haven't seen that. That's, I, that's I did not know about that. That's, <laughs> it's, that's too dark. It's one of the most terrifying episodes of the X Files ever. Oh. I think it's like season five, episode two. Oh, I no, think no, it's no. like <laughs> it definitely is. I, I was saying I think it's like because oh, I'd, like, I'd like to feel the touch of a woman again. But I was like, I know it. <laughs> Uh, good anyway help. anyway so it was this this horrible situation of basically everyone had the same dad and I love that a lot of the stock um, conversations that were happening um, they're great yeah were things like um, having this guy walking around going oh I think my son is the best I think my son is the best kid in the vault and it's like yeah but which one? one like it's just this idea like the game didn't know that <laughs> Leroy. all of the kids were his and he was always talking being like maybe it's oh, like a little ride my joke. kid's amazing like my kid's the smartest kid in this whole vault and it's like yeah that's because no, they're all it's yours. Also, you've got the dumbest kid, you've got the fattest kid, you've got the thinnest kid. But then this weird thing happened. Dumbest kid. Things did change. Like, we started to have outsiders coming into the vault and more people just coming. And then we had the situation where it was like, oh, and it was kind of, it felt like a, we'd moved on, but it was really dark. And the fact that it was like, then it changed and he got moved out of that room and then it became a bit more normal. But this, I love this thing. There's this whole generation where they all just had one dad. Yeah. And they'd be like, people probably wouldn't talk about that would they but before we came before the new people came mm. it was a bit weird they don't need to know but I never expected to, to download a free to play iOS game and find it remind me so strongly of The Handmaid's Tale and the fact that without, <laughs> without me even thinking about it I just became like completely like oh well the pragmatic thing to do here is just to ensure that all of the women get pregnant and they just continue to be pregnant and it was like all the ones who can God. get pregnant. No, but they, and I'm a monster. They can all actually get pregnant. They can all get pregnant. Yeah, it's Just not like unrealistic. Yeah, it does not what happens in the Hammer's Tale. But like they can all, everyone in the vault can actually get pregnant. So not like we're holding like a room of people and being like, right, you're the fucking ones. It's not like X Files Home. Like that. Stop the mentioning that episode of the X Files. Yeah, I really wish you'd never mentioned that. I can happily live the whole of my life no, without that. No, I mean, that, that is kind of like the Handmaid's Tales. Is. The Handmaid's Tales, is like you know, there's these people who can still breed, and they're the ones who are used for breeding. Whereas in this, everyone can fucking do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of think that I enjoy it, but imagine if there was like a road, the road version of this app. Mm. <gasps> well, that would be. Horrendous. I like. Um, there's a uh, a good one, a good novel called Welcome to the Monkey House which is about a future in which everyone is um, 
uh, rendered sterile and has, has no sex symbols. He wrote this for Playboy. So it's a story about a man oh, wow. with a massive dick who goes around. You knew uh, his fucking audience, didn't just he? Fucking loads of women and like liberating them and giving them their sexual freedom. I love the fact so that maybe sounds like what this blokey in the vault Charles at the old moustache yeah. is up to I love the fact that he's just rung up uh, Playboy alright All right, have yeah, I got an idea for a story he just <laughs> yeah. needed some money he's like what's it about uh, guy with a big dick uh, <laughs> fucks other exactly women what he yeah. Did, yeah. how much do you want <laughs> I want the exclusive I just got uh, so I've taken loads of screenshots when I was playing there and I just like just love how just how shit all the chat up lines are because they, they do there's a bit of like chat up yeah, in the Paris report yeah. it's like did your father sell diamonds? Because you are flawless. Ugh. And you'll notice they're both fucking miserable. As they're saying that. Yeah, that's the thing. Is, how how the characters look when they go from being unhappy to happy is dramatic. Like when they're happy, they look like everyone's lovely. When they're unhappy, they look haggard and horrible. And- yeah, this is my favourite thing. So this is the, uh, I think this is the power plant. <laughs> you can see uh, pregnant woman in the back going, I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> It's just bleak. Oh, like, that's because you're up the duff and you're fucking working in a power plant though. I just really enjoyed the fact that in the first few hours of the game you're developing these stories even though they're really dark. Like I like the fact that Charles who impregnated everyone and was the father of most of the children for a yeah. long time eventually went to work in the radio station because there his charisma is useful uh-huh. and then he, he co-staffed the radio station with one of his sons so I like the idea that they were like oh it's Charles and Charles Jr oh yeah. yeah and then they just stayed there forever and it was like as if my little did Charles Jr have a fucking woman uh, I don't remember um, but that's the problem I have with I it. I that out. I like that. I like that. The fact that it was like we kind of put this dark history behind us by putting them in there and then things went back to being normal like they used to be in the old days. That's and like Walking we've, Dead. We've done it. It is. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's a shame because because the way the game revolves around this exponential growth of the numbers, it means yeah. that you start off with these lovely personal stories, but they quickly get lost because you yeah. have so many people. That, that you're that's like, the problem. I don't remember yeah, who yeah, these yeah. people are. Like, you're like oh, who? It just becomes a numbers game. That's the thing because it's about because when it's so small, it's like oh, I care about these people. And then all of a sudden, it become like don't care about these people because we want like a hundred times that. Yeah. for this game to be able to work. Which and is I guess I mean I have to say is it's like you know we just spent like almost twenty minutes talking about a free to play iOS yeah. game which was announced at E3 to and promote, made by Bethesda like, to promote yeah, yeah. Fallout Four. It is yeah. actually yeah. it's not amazing. But it's somehow really close to it's being good. amazing. It's a really good game. It's a good little bit of fun, yeah. but it's one of these things where it made me realise that like I'd like them to 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 like try this again. Yeah. Do it a bit differently. Or and it try it in something. Fallout. Try something like that mechanic in Fallout itself. Like, I was getting like you, massive studios to make tiny games. Yeah. Like I really want I wanna see that happen more often. Yeah. Well think about like you know, so in well, um, Hearthstone. There you go, yeah. Something like that. It's ended up making them like stupid yeah. money. But seem like like because I know you like Brotherhood, like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, like you like the sort of like managing the sort of gang aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that on a little iOS thing. You're managing these fucking gangs going around these different cities. And stuff. I can't that's, help but that's wonder. A, I think that that is what I want to do. Yeah. I can't help but like, wonder if that if this is actually going to be like somehow connected to Fallout it's got 4. To be, it's got to I think be. there's going to be something. Yeah. I don't know what it will be. But I think they're playing around the management system of it. It'll like, be like a, a vault in Fallout Four that is your vault in your Fallout shelter. Oh game. yeah! So you go there, and it's not like accurately mapped out, but yeah, yeah, your yeah. progress in that game uh, affects what you see in this. In this, I think vault. you're right because like they introduced that thing, and it was like I sort of I was in like the IGN like war room, and everyone sort of like collectively just groaned when it was just like oh yeah you can craft things you can make all these different stuff and it was like the guy when he was making it he was making like outside he was like oh you know if you want to change the colour of this porch like what the fuck do I want to change that for I'm never going to be there like why do I need to craft a sofa 
Like I'm going, I'm going out. So I think you're right. So I think mm. maybe the reason they're introducing all this crafting stuff is because you're gonna have your own little like Sims style thing, and you're gonna have you can like make cool shit from. Well, it. I like the idea That's of idea. Uh, in, in Fallout Four, the like building the, your custom built places. It suggests that it's going to be a map that you revisit places a lot more often than you do in other yeah. Bethesda I don't know though because I mean because like in, in Skyrim and Fallout 3 and uh, even not so much in New Vegas but you go to a city you do all the quests there you and unless off. another city gives you a quest to go back and do something specific there you yeah. never go there again but I think those games attract a certain sort of personality and I think like it was quite telling that with Skyrim like there was so much excitement about the the expansion that allowed you to like um, to make a house of your own and like yeah. live in it and mm. stuff. I've never played like that, and it wasn't like the game then went. No. Oh, and by the way, you've now got more of a reason to keep going back there. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, really yeah. a reason. It's just that I think people like like permanence and like yeah. and and being able to feel like you have a an anchored position in the world. And Absolutely, like a home that you live yeah. in. Yeah, well, we do, we do all the time with like when we're doing like heists in GTA Online. Like we'll go around our like heist master's house. And like his his apartment is fucking way nicer than mine. I walk around it like go to his garage and I go to everything and I'll be like, I don't give a shit because I only use one car in GTA because I use this car I always start with. And I walk around his apartment and I think, okay, maybe I shouldn't be playing it for fun. Maybe it's like this is pretty cool. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be having fun with this. No, game no, no. Either. But like maybe I should, because I do everything as a joke. So it'd be yeah. like, well, my house is a fucking. Wreck. Maybe if my life wasn't yeah, just like, a big joke. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it is. But you go to his house and you're like, he's taking so much pride in making it amazing. Like you walk into the apartment, you're like, fuck, it's amazing. But you walk into mine, it's a mess. Um, yeah, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think, people, I think people do like that shit. I mean, I like that stuff. Like that's why yeah. I used to love The Sims. Mm. I used to love this painstaking creating a place that you'd like to live in, and the aspirational element, which you know, in this and the cynical way, it was the whole time in the original game. Anyway, it was poking fun at you for this. Yeah. like you want the nicest thing. That's the thing. I like the hospital where shit is going wrong, and like I'm having to deal with shit. But it was still about efficiency and about yeah, taking pride exactly. in creating yeah, yeah, yeah. these efficient little things. Mm. But I can't do it for the sake of doing it. But I find it funny with stuff like, with, especially you know stuff like Skyrim it's like the whole the whole permanence of those worlds yeah. like I think that there's two types of people and there are people like me who just basically they use that to just jump on a, a buffet table and kick everything on the floor and then go ah that's funny and then they come back in and they go oh yeah I danced on the table and everything's all over the floor but yeah. other people who really like the ability to like position things on shelves and make like themselves a little home in, in quite a painstaking clunky way to do that it yeah. really taps into something in some people I think that mm. they just like really love and I kind of in a weird way wish I was on those people because I see the enjoyment that people get out of stuff like Skyrim in that and I just don't get it same thing yeah, in like yeah. I, I don't know I was reading about Starbound the Terraria 2D oh, Minecraft yeah, yeah, yeah. style yeah. spacefaring game mm. and in that that game's all about building your base and like yeah. Minecraft's all about that it's all mm. about like building yeah. an encampment and building and customising getting it just the way you want it to be yeah. so it's bringing some of that into Fallout and Skyrim's that's the kind of thing people really it's smart because those Minecraft kids they're getting old now and people are getting guns yeah. 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 it's good it's good it is good it's also it's got a dog in it it's got a dog in it everything's uh, got a dog in it these days yeah. though, Steve, it's such right? a badly animated dog though it's all fucking yeah, they're always like bad. German Shepherds as well what the fuck is that about yeah and like, people going about oh yeah we need more women in games no we need different dogs in games that's yeah. what we need and, and a real German it. Shepherd uh, it's, yeah right it's hips should be lowered to the ground it's, it's one of the demarcations of the breed it's, a, it's identified Idiots. by its low lying hips which allows it to get a good running start to catch uh, Todd Howard you listening Todd Howard so uses a guard dog hire this man you need a dog, <laughs> dog expert Stephen Dogerty <laughs> he acts like a dog he thinks like a dog he will be a dog <laughs> be. for you 
One day. Yeah. Wow, there we go. What have you been playing at E3? You said you were telling me you've been playing... Um, I played two I played two games at E3 that like blew my tits off. Tell us um, a little bit about that. That's those. why you've got no tits. Oh, no. <laughs> I have, definitely have. <laughs> um, I played uh, Ata, um, which was this... I sent it to you. I sent it like a video yeah. to you. So um, this is like... Um, it's kind of a... It's a clicky game, isn't it? It's not like a, a controller game. No, it's a controller game. Yeah, okay. It's okay, a controller game. Um, it's, um, so it's kind of like a top-down sort of isometric like RPG. Um, but without like the really boring bits of RPG how do you spell it. this? Uh, E-I-T-R okay um, it's a really interesting game. Like, the combat is really really good it's really simple it's just one person it's not like you can choose where you want to go or anything like that I've heard a lot from um, people that say it's kind of like a grey beautiful pixely Dark Souls style yeah. thing yeah, yeah, yeah which is like I don't want to be cynical about it now because actually I've heard this is really good but now I'm so fucking bored of it I know you, it's yeah, like yeah. Dark Souls that I want to like rip everybody's throat out generally that's what I thought for going in because like last year uh, um, uh, like the Volvo had Titan Souls and everyone was like if you like Dark Souls you're gonna love Titan Souls and this year it was like oh if you like Dark Souls you're gonna love Ata and it's like okay I, I get it like people like Dark Souls and people know that sort of like game that they like but I swear like playing it it was just like it was something really really special and it's like two kids like from uh, Kingston like in London like just like really really young kids who just fucking love video games and they're just like they came up with this idea and it just plays really, really well. Like it plays suspiciously well for two kids. Do you think they're it? cheating? I don't think they're cheating. Are you sure? I don't think they're cheating because I, I feel like I spent so much time with them that I would be able to know. Should I call the police? <laughs> but it's just it's, it's a really, really good game. And like I played against, I I did a couple of like little fights. Then I did the boss. And uh, the oh. boss was just brilliant. Right, big Billy Baloo. Yeah, of course I did. Fuck, of course I got the boss. Um, <laughs> And it's just, it was just really, really fun. And it was kind of like, it reminded me of like, almost like, you know, when you're playing Golden Axe? It reminded me of like that kind of fun of Golden Axe. But like, imagine the Golden Axe. Whoa, 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 hang on. No, but imagine Golden Axe. Golden Axe but was hard. shit. No, imagine Golden what? Axe. Shut up, Matt. It was shit. Imagine Golden Axe, but hard. But like, you played Golden Axe recently. I don't it's- need to. I know it's brilliant. <laughs> I've never had to play it again. Golden Axe is awful. No, you take away the treasure the gnomes. Goblin dude. You take away the treasure gnomes. You take away the mate. We're taking the, we're taking this well, podcast yeah. off you. If you're <laughs> saying golden axe is shit, honestly, it's sexy. And then it's you, to, you ride around on dinosaurs. Yeah, and you can breathe fire on people. Yeah. Whoa, hang on. That's like that might be golden axe two. Yeah. All right, yeah. But the first golden axe is awful. It's so bad. Don't try and get out of this by going, oh yeah, the Golden Axe 2 was great. They fixed all the problems oh, gosh, that I had yeah, yeah. when I was an eight-year-old. It's <laughs> still, I mean, they're still not good. They're, it has its moments as the series goes on, but honestly, go back and play it. It's terrible. I mean, I can, I'll fight anyone about this, but not Good, no, I'll, I'll fight you. Podcast. All right, I'll well, fucking win. <laughs> well, you know, we'll see. Are you ready to do anything you could beat me up? I don't know. There's absolutely no way you could beat me up. I have no idea. I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, but it's just like, it's a really, really good game. There's a lot to it as well. And I think the way that the, the fighting works, I was like, okay, this is going to be like a bad match and stuff like that. But like, th- like the way that the items work and you like power up items instead of powering up yourself, which is really, you still think about it. I'm still thinking about fight. fighting you, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get, I'll get I'll, past I'll, that. I'll put it to rest. I'm just putting it. You just, couldn't be beat I'm, <laughs> I'm just putting the different scenarios through my head. Just the different it. scenarios of me fucking beating the shit out of you. <laughs> I get a like picture of Matt jumping out from a dark alley with a pipe. It's like, ah, I told you I can beat you in a fucking smashing your I'm head. Wily. 
yeah. we're not going to fight anyway because I love you, Gav. Let's move on. We're not going to fight because you're afraid. That's what we're not. <laughs> that's why we're not going to fight. Tell me about. You've been playing too many uh, violent eight videos. Eight is really good, um, and it's uh, like it's something I think is just going to be a really, really big game. Uh, but also, Mother Russia bleeds, which is I think probably the most fun game. I've played this year um, and it's like two French guys who've decided to make like a Streets of Rage style like side scroll and beat them up that's just ridiculous like the soundtrack is just like proper Devolver game which is like the soundtrack is amazing um, it's all based on drugs um, so like the level that I played was in like a sex dungeon and you have a little meter and I was asking the guy loads of questions and stuff and he was like whoa we'll come to that we'll come to that um, <laughs> but it's just like you have I was just pressing all the buttons anyway and um and like you basically you know like in Streets of in Streets of Rage you have um your like Robocop thing where you press like A and then Robocop would come and like you do your special move. This you have like a little drug fuel thing because you're on drugs and if you want to fuel that back up you can you have to you get a junk if you beat up a junkie it sounds mad and it is exactly this mad. If you beat up a junkie they start convulsing on the floor, you can like t- you can put a syringe in them and take drugs out of them, then you can use that drugs to make yourself more powerful. It's fucking insane. That sounds mad. It's it's just like it, it was really really good, but also like it's just the combat was really really good, and like the amount of moves that I had for a side scroll and beat him up with a couple of buttons. I was like, he was like, oh yeah, if you do this and you do this and you can do this grab and like you do all these like uh, combo moves together. I was like, after a while, I was like, I'm really good at this, and he was like, you haven't even seen half the moves you can do yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but though, yeah, of everything that I played at E3, and I played a lot, that was probably you also said games, I won't. Yeah. I won't um, Press you on this too hard. Mm, um, it's not a fighting thing again, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so I was going back to the earlier point about, uh, about the fighting hoodwink. If I had a knife, <laughs> if I had a big knife. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I was saying, um, you said earlier, like, yeah. before we started the podcast, you said, I've also been playing Batman, but I don't want to talk about Batman. Yeah. Could you just briefly, yeah, I'm not going to ask you to talk about Batman. No, 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 you can. But can you briefly outline why you can't be asked talking about Batman? Because I said the other day in like uh, the pub with a bunch of other journalists who were for different websites, I was like, they were all talking about Batman and how much they loved it, and like I just I'm just not feeling it. Like I kind of like Asylum, I kind of like City, I fucking love Batman. Like I know I read Batman like constantly. That's the only thing that I read. Like uh, it's a film. Edit that one out. It's the only thing that I've read like consistently, like since I was a kid. Like I read other comics. It's well, a but, film. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like I don't know. I just it left me a tiny bit cold, and I just like, like everyone's like, oh yeah, but you, now you got the Batmobile. I was like, the Batmobile is the worst bit. Like you never, you never see like elongated bits of Batman comics that are all centered around the Batmobile. Like, okay, so it's I've never s- about that. I've like, seen these like it's like um, these multiple tiers of stuff now of people yeah. going. This game's amazing. Mm. And then people going, oh, this game isn't that good. The fucking, like, these bits, especially Batmobile's crap. And then the third wave, of course, people going, why are people complaining this game's amazing? And That's right, The yeah, problem yeah. is, all I take away from it is that some people think it's incredible. Some people think it's a bit rubbish. Yeah. But then, like, everyone has a big problem with Batmobile stuff. Yeah. I just mm. don't care. But I, that's the problem is, I'm, I'm still somebody who is about 40 minutes into The Witcher 3. Right. And it's just <laughs> like, the fact that it's, precisely, the fact that it's, like, now another big... Yeah, I just it's want massive. another asylum sort of thing. Like, yeah, it's another Batman adventure. Yeah. You've done eight hours. I'd be like, oh, I'm in on that. It's probably- yeah, it's not like that. And that's the, the thing that I don't like about it as well. Is like, uh, forget about the Batmobile stuff because I, th- I think the Batmobile is the worst bit. How of- bad is it? Like the Batmobile stuff because everyone's bad. On people that. love it. Like people, gen- like people who I trust and know more about games than me have been playing it and have played more of it than me and be like, 
you're an idiot. The Batmobile stuff are really, really good. So that's fair enough. I'm just not into that kind of. So thing. you're willing to just put your opinions to one side? <laughs> not really, because I kind of no, no. But like, it's a matter of taste, isn't it? Like, I trust that their okay. taste is very different to mine. But like, I have to do like you have to do one bit very, very early on where like you're Batman and you can glide around everywhere. But then it's like, right, okay, for this bit, you've got to be the Batmobile. You've got to go up a little ramp and then you've got to go across a little ramp. And then you've got to go and you're basically doing a platforming bit as a fucking tank I was like why is why do I why have I got to do this like I'm Batman I can just do anything like mm. why am I now being forced in a situation it's constraints that sounds like a yeah a bad design choice yeah of being like no you have to do that. yeah like that's the thing the thing about the Batman game is all about constraints because obviously the city is a city that people live in so they've had to come up with a reason why everyone's not there which is which makes it okay <laughs> have you been doing that in every game yeah, even oh, in man. the films all the police got stuck down a hole for six <laughs> yeah, months yeah. man so when I first saw the reveal for this like back at Rockstar I do love Rockstar I think like the next game is going to be whatever they do is going to be incredible but like uh, like their main dude came out this is when I was still working for like OXM and I was sitting there and the guy came out and he was just like are you ready for Batman to face his toughest like like thing yet and we're like yeah alright what's it going to be and we think in my head I was like mega joker I was like, <laughs> I was like two jokers and they, were, they were like you know they're going to finish the trilogy it's going to be something really really big and I was like fuck it's going to be Superman they're going to bring Superman into this game they're going to finally oh, like deal with Superman because Superman versus Batman exactly film, yeah God, like it? it's huge like you know Dino, like, like all that stuff yeah. is huge and I thought they're going to do Superman they were like all the all the bad guys in uh, Gotham have banded together and they're going to take down the Batman over one night. I was like, that's the plot for all of them. That's literally what yeah. happens in both of your other games. And like, in the film. <laughs> yeah, and probably in that Origins one. <laughs> that like, no one played, yeah. And that's the thing, and it was just like, okay, I don't... It just feels like it's really, really good. Like, there's absolutely no qualms. You can say it's really fun to play. Like, Batman's fucking really fun to control, but... Yeah, you can't like, sort of write off, like, the, the fundamentals of that series. No. Like, the fighting, the combat, and it's yeah. so good. Like It's really good. So my boyfriend has just started playing Arkham Asylum. Mm. Oh, it's so good. And, mm. like, I found it really interesting, because he doesn't play very many games at all. So the games yeah. that he chooses to spend his time playing, sort of says a lot about the quality of that game yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. fucking loves it that is a very very high quality game yeah and I think really that's like where I kind of clash uh, invisible horns with a lot of uh, people who play games when people like look at Arkham Asylum and go yeah it was good but it was too short not enough stuff it's like no 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 it was perfect like, but that's the thing the constraints of that are fine because it's like you're on an island you're on an asylum so like you're literally going around this absolute place when they open it up they open it up but they don't fully open it up in the terms of like GTA opens it yeah. up it's want- like oh we're going to be in we're going to be in Gotham like Gotham feels the exact same like size as Arkham City I want a Batman game where it's a fully populated city yeah you can swoop down and, and stop a thief who's grabbing a handbag exactly and I also want to play as Bruce Wayne like going to like museum opening a wing of a museum and going to like evening drinks and soirees and yeah. stuff and having to like maintain a disguise whilst in your finding ear. time also doing your schedule finding time to sleep see that's good recuperate and yeah. then do your Batman job yeah. it's yeah. like a time while, management while you're thing constantly well. being yeah. constantly being told that people are dying yeah. whilst you're sleeping and being at soirees yeah. Yeah. that would be great just that, harrowing that's the thing like I think because I was in like the pub with you know, five people who absolutely really, really like this game. They were like, "Oh, you're just you're just doing that thing where everyone doesn't like Batman." I was like, "I was like, I just generally don't. I like 
the Batmobile always the worst part of the film to me. It's just like I just don't enjoy I, being in a I, car shooting shit. I enjoyed City, but I remember very little about the experience. Mm. I remember being blown away when I started gliding around my cape through the snow and being like, "Well, the, the story in City is really good as well." Like what they do at the end of City is fucking massive. Like, yeah, so I like lot, that. It was fun. I enjoyed it, but um, Asylum is just. Uh, an incredible like character piece work both in terms of like it really does make you feel like you are Batman yeah. and also just the fact that the character of the place the character of Arkham Asylum yeah. is just so perfectly crafted that it feels like you're in a real place where City like I, it, just, it didn't feel as much like I was Batman yeah. in a way even though I was doing the Man, big wait, cape shit wait like, if you start driving around like Gotham in your car you're like I've been around this corner I've been around this corner I've been around and be like it's different parts of the city and it's like no, it's not good. And like, also, like the where you select your missions is just—I don't know. For me, it just was never that good. Like, it should be like GTA would be like, oh, I'm going to follow this mission, particular mission, through to the very end because I just quite like it. No, no, no. You can follow the first round of it, and then you've got to go off and do the other rounds on your like your mission wheel before you can go on to the next round of that. And okay. it's like, so it's like focus. It's like, yeah, I'm really into like rescuing all these firemen at the moment. Why can't I just go and rescue all those firemen? No, no, no. Yeah. Now you've got to solve that murder over there before you can unlock the second bit of the fireman mission. It's like, fuck off! I'm not doing that. Batman, I do what the fuck I want. Yeah, it's not called Batman rescues the fireman guy. Got to do some other stuff too. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's no, you know, you can't argue that it's a fucking brilliant game. But I just find it fascinating because yeah. it's like the the reaction to it has been so mixed, and yeah. I don't have time to play it right now. And actually, I'm quietly hoping that because the PC version of the game is just so completely fucked beyond yeah. belief that it just is not. Yes. They've refunded it and taken it off Steam. Which that's, is, yeah. the, I, that's the reason I'm not talking much about it because I can't play the fucking thing it's unbelievable that they've had to do that that's like what it's serious it's a steam refunds thing yeah I think it's going to lead to uh, I think it was Chris Thurston wrote a thing on PC Gamer about how it's going to affect the release dates of PC ports of games and that's going to push them ahead but I think it's going to result in fewer console games being ported to PC eventually maybe which can't be honest with having this kind of shit yeah. yeah and now that Steam which is the biggest marketplace for PC games is allowing refunds on them, yeah. they can't get away with it. And it's not going to be worth it to put Either out that, a shoddy PC to, port. Yeah, or they have oh, to Of course, because people will just go, oh, I'm just going to refund this. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, if it's crap, you just think, no. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm quietly hoping, because everyone has been saying, oh God, the Cobra tank battles are such a pain. It's mm. been so consistent, people being like, even people who love the game are like, oh yeah, but you get used to it. You get used to those yeah. bits being shit. I'm hoping that eventually they'll just do the thing that people do. And I, you don't get single player games doing this very often and I think it's a shame Dark Souls did it originally mm. of being like they realised that some bits were just too hard and they were like yeah we're just changing the game <laughs> there's this weird thing in multiplayer games of being like yeah we've balanced this wrongly so we're going to change it to make yeah, it more yeah. balanced but in single player games there's almost like this um, I don't know what it is maybe it's just a sort of pride of, of they'll fix bugs and stuff but anything yeah. that was in the design originally they won't change it even if like unanimously people don't like it which is a shame yeah. because I'm kind of hoping that maybe when they fix the PC version they'll just actually go yeah we've made the Cobra tank bits like easier yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. easier so they take because if everybody hates a certain bit like yeah that makes sense but it doesn't happen very often in single player games like the uh, the race car mission in Mafia did they was that a thing it was way too difficult did yeah. they make it easier and they patched it and made it much much easier 
Good. Uh, I'd go. like to see that more often. Yeah. Of, yeah. of rather than not being just like, fixing bugs, but like going, oh, actually, people don't like this bit. Yeah. I'm just going to change it. Yeah. I'm all for a critical spread of being like, some people love this game, some people hate it. Yeah. But if you listen to people who love it and people who hate it, and they all hate one, one thing, bit, yeah. like, you just, you've got access to the numbers. Get rid of it. Just give that fucking thing half as much health. <laughs> yeah. Just let it get it done. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, um, I think that's about it for Batman. So yeah. now I'm going to have to ask you to leave, Gav. <laughs> Are you going to talk about her story? We're going to talk a little bit about her story. Sorry. Do you want to say your goodbyes? Uh, yes, I will. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I love you, Gav. I will, I will play her story, but I just haven't had time. You should do. So, onto the onto the controversial, the contentious issue of this pie. Yeah. Her uh, story. Her story. Let's just start with some basics so people don't have to switch off straight away. Mm-hmm. Her story is a game which is not... It's got not a lot of... There aren't many mechanics in it. The idea is that you're supposed to be solving a mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's lots of tapes of a woman being interviewed by detectives. And there's been a murder. Mm-hmm. And you do it by searching for words, basically. Keywords. In a, in a, uh, everything she says is transcribed into text. Mm-hmm. So you can search for any word. If that word appears in that clip of the interview, it will be shown to it you. It will bring up the clips and you can view them. But there are limitations to that. If you, if you just want to know more basics about now, if that's piqued your interest and you want to know more... Um, I'd recommend um, uh, Andy Kelly's review PC game is a pretty good actually way of just describing exactly what the game is and why it's quite nice although Steve do you want, before we go into it do you want to very briefly outline without spoiling why you weren't so hot on it Ooh. so that people can have a counter opinion um, yeah so I thought it's a deconstruction of telling a story in a linear fashion from A to B with a twist and a conclusion it basically separates it into a bunch of different scenes that you have to discover in an order of your own choosing. And I think it stretches storytelling to a breaking point at which it's no longer fun to consume that story. Okay, interesting. And that's the point at which (laughs) you can now, if you haven't played it, you can stroke your chin and go, interesting, and go away and have whatever opinions you want. But if you don't care or you've already played it, then let the games begin. So yeah, I get I get what you mean, um, and I think I think one of the most interesting things about this game, and most uh, prob- the biggest problem is the same thing of being like you can discover the story in any order. Yeah. yeah. Although the interesting thing, and I'd love to almost see a survey from everyone who's played it about the flow of how they discover things. Yeah. So this is interesting, and I think I I wonder how much authorship there is over. Like, how much of a guiding hand is there in, in the order in which you discover certain things about Absolutely. the interview uh, with uh, this with, with Hannah? Um, we're going to go full-blown spoiler territory now. Let's that, do it. Is, is Let's do okay? it. Just, just so you know, just so you know, if you're listening, there will be nothing else after this in the podcast, so feel free to just switch it off and come back to it later if you play, if you ever do. But we're going to go full-blown spoiler Okay. So there are several key revelations that you discover as you play. One is Hannah... It's you come into this thinking it's it's interview with one woman. It's 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 shown that it's actually two women, or is it two women? Is thrown up that this what might be a one woman with a psychological disorder? It's, that's one of the readings that I took of it. Yeah, but I wondered if the developer of this game paid special attention to the sort of keywords that were dropped in front of you to allow you to find other clips mm-hmm. in such a way that you would discover the bulk of one element of the story, such as the death of Simon, whether it was a murder or or who murdered Simon or what happened there, 
Uh-huh. And then, secondly, once you've got enough of that, you'll start to get the Eve stuff coming in, which feels almost very separate to it. Because I noticed when I had a, I, I came, I played it in two chunks, and the second time I played it, I was going through these keywords, and uh, Eve stuff just wasn't showing up at all. I was getting all Hannah, all Simon, all her trip to Glasgow, Interesting. and all of that stuff. I thought this is maybe the author. This is the developer. Um you know, trying to pull me into a certain part of the story first so that it's more enjoyable for me. But the first chunk I played, it was totally discombobulated. It was it was confusing, it was different elements. And that's that's obviously the point, is that you, you're piecing together this video jigsaw. Uh, but you're never allowed to pull out and see the whole picture. And while that's interesting from a narrative standpoint... I ultimately just found it just unfulfilling. I just I didn't think that's an enjoyable way to cons- to consume that as a story. That's interesting. I had a similar experience in the fact that um, it starts you off and it's like okay, look, you know, look, go and investigate this murder. But I just didn't. Very quickly, I became fascinated with um, with who this woman was, mm. and I almost felt. And I think maybe it's because. Um, Maybe it's because the nature of the game is not like it's not giving you any kind of aim or ultimatum. Mm-hmm. You're looking through these files. There's been a case. It was a long time ago. Maybe it must have been because you know the tapes are all old or whatever. So it's not like and it, the game is going. You've got to work out who did the murder or whatever. Or you've got to work out whether or not she's innocent or guilty. So without any of these aims, I kind of took quite a relaxed approach to it, and I wasn't like, well, I've got to try and do this. Mm-hmm. And it meant I was happy to meander. And it meant what I started doing was just. Um, one of the things I did enjoy actually was it got me with a, a pad and paper and whilst I was sitting there I started yeah. to act like a detective every yeah. time she said a word I'd write that word down yeah I'd write down like Florence was the name yeah. of uh, the midwife well, like she was and... like oh when we went to Rome I was like Rome and yeah. it's like I'm going I'm, I'm to come back to this and look at this later yeah. that, that, was, that was interesting and then stuff. just going through and typing these words in looking for the words and being like no Rome didn't happen again no this didn't happen again and I did like I did enjoy the fact that there was so much stuff which wasn't really red herrings it was more realistic of being like just having people mention things that they never mention again because, mm. you know, oh, we were on holiday in Rome and it turns out that isn't relevant. So they're not going to mention that again. Um, but I found then I had this this big list of words and I found that purely, I think maybe because it, the whole story of being like, oh, this man's been murdered, was it her, was somehow less interesting to me than just working out who this person was. And I thought, well, I can get to the murder. Yeah. I'll get to the murder at some point. So what I found interesting was the, the Hannah and Eve relationship and the yeah. uh the the twin rules and how they share yeah. boyfriends and stuff. I, and I found that within about within about 20 minutes I'd found all that and actually around the 20 minute mark I'd found the actual bit where it was almost like oh that and weirdly by looking for the eve stuff I discovered the murder and I discovered like the actual like end of what was maybe supposed to be like the thing you find out towards the end of the mirrors and the glass because I became interested in the doll's house and I became interested in this she talked about the mirrors and the glass in the dollhouse, and I yeah. started looking at that, and it was like, oh, okay, that's the murder. That's that's the, and then it was unraveling, and I still enjoyed the process of going through and and tr- not trying to work out why it happened, but just trying to fill in the biggest picture. And actually, for me, the game became more about just trying to get as big a picture as I could of who she was. And weirdly, I found it strangely unfulfilling as a narrative device because of the fact that really, um, for what it boiled down to, in my mind, was. Um, the fact that this woman was quite seriously mentally ill, but then there was there was no inkling as to why. There was no, there was no. I, I wanted to like find out. I wanted. I was looking for like um, glimmers or flakes of information that would mm-hmm. would help me understand 
why she was like this. But then at the same time... Is it was you're reading that they were the same person? It is. And the thing is, I got really frustrated because I, as soon as I finished this, I wanted to talk about it. So I went on to NeoGAF and I started to, writing about it on and talking about NeoGAF, which is not something I usually do. Um, I don't know. I don't have time to go on forums and talk about games. Um, What's interesting, yeah, like talking to you about it now is is sort of raising my retrograde enjoyment of the game because it's like... I think a big part of it is the social side of sharing theories. And there were so many things which were brought up on this thread that I was like, oh, shit. Like, loads of stuff that's actually really clever yeah. in terms of the way that actually thematically it's tied together in a really nice way. Like, the fact that in the jump folder there's a game uh, that's about called Mirror, the Mirror Game or whatever it's, and you, it's a two-player game that you can only play on your own. And all these, like, little thematic things that are, like, tied throughout the whole uh, way it's packaged. But at the same time, I found it incredibly frustrating that so many people in this thread seemed to be convinced that it was twins oh they're two separate people and it's like yeah it made me angry because it's like I don't know my, my reading of it was so strong that it was the same person well, see, this this is the problem because your immediate understanding of how this sort of uh, plot works is the twist is it's the same person and the stuff where like she has a tattoo and it's like I was desperate trying to find a clip where Hannah shows her arm and she does apparently a day before so there we go you can't see it um, things like that and these these are elements of a story that are deployed by an author at perfect moments to make you go fuck fuck ah oh, they were the same person all along it's like M. Night Shyamalan it, it's just good writing is in timing and you don't get any timing when you are choosing almost at random which clips are being shown to you you're right and it is this thing but it's it does require the dissection afterwards to enjoy it. Mind you, like, I felt like I was there with it. And then, um, yeah, it's difficult to know when you're safe to go and look online and stuff. And I mm. kind of spoiled the, uh, one of the final big twists for myself because I didn't realise that by talking to the person in the chat window, you find out who you are. Who yes. Your, your character is. Yes. And I kind of had that spoil for myself. Like, so I didn't, know what did to, I didn't know what to do when the chat window came up either. Um... Uh, it, yeah, it pops up and says, are you finished yet? And you can say yes or no. And I thought, well, I kind of want to pursue whatever this bit of the game is to see what happens. And it just leads you to the credits. And it's like, oh, hang on. I didn't want the credits. So I wanted to keep yeah, doing, doing that, my thing. I, that's what I had as well. I was like, hang on, is this going to end the game? I don't want to end the game. It was, it was unclear if it was like, especially because it's the it's SB it's Sam Barlow it's the, it's the initials of the creator which to be honest I do enjoy the game but that's a bit fucking pretentious mate <laughs> uh, um, asking asking your players if they're finished with your story just you know not, not speaking to him directly but if you're, if you're a game <laughs> yeah. dev making a similar game just do something else <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I did like the fact that you know that idea and actually weirdly for me it, um, it made my play style make sense because I wasn't trying to work out what happened with the murder. I was just interested in learning more about this person and who they are and what made them tick. Yeah, and who, also who you were as a as, as the player as well. Yeah, well, when, when, when I found yeah. out that like, oh, at the end, oh, you're the daughter. Then you had to fit woman. yourself into the narrative that you that you've built, and that's like a bowling ball going through narrative pins. Yeah. Um. The so can I ask, did, did you use like the user session thing at the bottom? Because I started. Trying to piece together things in chronological order, thinking I could play it all in sequence. Yeah, realize you can't do that. You can just and I just found no use for that whatsoever. Yeah, same. Same with the user tags on videos. Like I don't like. I've seen it now. It's in sort of built. It's into my head as the narrative of what's going on. The problem with that whole user tag thing is that it, it 
you need it after you know you need it because the problem yeah. is you see a clip and you don't see the relevance in it and then you see something else and you go oh shit I need that old clip again but because you haven't tagged it like mm-hmm. you can't find it so these are some of the uh, maybe more mechanical problems I have with the game which but is the thing uh, is there aren't many mechanics to the game so mechanical problems are a lot more overt yeah so the uh, so I love the aesthetic of uh, an old CRT monitor and and this old operating system um, but I think the main screenshot on Steam is misleading and you have all these windows open you don't you don't click around on the desktop much you are just operating within this database window um, the user session stuff I never used at all um, I actually stopped finishing the game because I'd fill that user session up with um, it's called, I don't know if it's called the user session but it's a bottom window where you can have I know save what you clips. mean yeah um, and I clicked on the settings button and said delete session thinking it's just going to clear those videos and actually Deletes your save game. Oh, uh, wow. Which is bad design. <laughs> yeah. So I'd maybe gotten 70% of the clips. So once I'd done that, I'd gone and looked at theories online and that, that filled in some gaps and stuff. To be honest, a lot of them are like getting all of them. Like I got, God, I think I must have got about 80%, but I kind of yeah. felt like the problem, it wasn't a problem, but it was more that I'd, um, I felt like I found everything I was going to find on the on the topics that I was interested yeah. in. Yeah. Because it became this thing of um, after I worked out what the deal was, I was like, okay, well then now there are certain questions I was interested in. I was very interested in their parents and the death of her parents, and mm-hmm. and I did really like the fact that it, it is super ambiguous about that. The fact that it really it intones that she probably killed them, but yeah. it, not in any way which could even be close to being deemed as being like yeah that happened like there's there's not a collection of things that you can put together to go yeah she killed her parents as well mm-hmm. but I love that it's just like it seems likely because there's stuff about the mushrooms and the yeah. how the father was a mushroom there's no such thing as a mushroom expert <laughs> I don't know yeah Probably that's is. the thing there, there are there are some things that bothered me it was odd but uh, having said that like the problem is, is you get this sort of um this and this is very common in video games I think because video games often have broken and disjointed narratives that you end up like almost getting a bit Stockholm syndrome with them and the fact that one thing I really hated about the game and really kind of almost spoiled the experience for me was the fact that she was playing this acoustic guitar and she was playing so, this yeah, acoustic guitar yeah a number of clips where she's playing an acoustic guitar because it's like you know what I've never been interrogated by the police I've been interrogated by the police I've given a police statement did they give you the same thing and they gave me a ukulele, uh, <laughs> and they let me sing some some songs that were sort of tangentially relevant to the to the, the case, case. They're, they're investigating. Like some of the lyrics were like clues. They to shared things and, themes with yeah. the rest of the crime. Yeah, yeah. Some of the themes in my song were about my phone having been stolen. So it was. Uh, yeah, that does happen. So I had to call it okay, on that point. Okay, fine. Yeah. I just thought that that was unrealistic. <laughs> it well, it was that. a bit. I mean, I, I and I don't mark it down at all. But the I mean like. The acting is like amateur drama. It is. Um, you, you you end up but like the, the, the woman. The actress seems really likable. Yeah, um, that's the thing. She seems likable, and also I like the fact that um, at first I was like, "Well, this is slightly awkward." I don't think I wouldn't enjoy it any more or less if the acting was better or worse. I no, I think actually she did a decent performance. Um, at first, I thought it was very amateur, but then I actually realised after a while, it's like, "Well, hang on, she's actually betraying two different personas." Yeah, and one of these personas you start picking up on you the, don't know which yeah. is not real. And to a degree, maybe now they've both become because of their difference, because she's so obsessed with them being different. Maybe she's an actress acting. Like, you know, it's like it's like there's multi-layers to this. And so actually I started to enjoy that. And I started to enjoy the fact that she'd managed to actually create two quite distinct personas that took me a while to clock. 
mm. that she wasn't well, always the and same. It's more than just the two as well, because uh, there's she's interviewed on I think it's like seven different days, and at certain yeah. points on on day one she's reporting her husband missing, and on, uh, I think follow up interviews she's admitting that she. Uh, went to Glasgow and then with that it's then the introduction of this Eve character so it's like different stages of her admissions to the police that is changing her uh, her persona and how she but I also enjoyed that because it was the process of working that out that I liked in the fact that first I was like oh when she's wearing the red shirt she's uh, Hannah when she's wearing the blue shirt she's Eve or the white shirt she's Eve and I had like and a blue and white and I was like I was like who are these other people and it was like Eventually, I had to work out that there were other things I looked for, and I, I enjoyed putting down the dates on paper and then like working out by watching multiple clips and being like, Hannah? Question mark? No, it's Eve on this day. Yes. And then knowing who they were talking to on each day was then like, when, when they said things, it, it gave it a completely different context of being like, oh no, that's you, which means you're probably lying about this. And it, I did feel like proper detective mode, although actually it's fun. I, I enjoyed the theories I came to along the way. I had a theory at one point early, early on. It was the acoustic guitar that fucking did it, actually. I was like, this doesn't make sense. People do not play you the fucking acoustic guitars in police interviews. <laughs> and then I was like, hang on a minute. The, the, the name at the top of the thing is MT. The room number is MT. And I thought, is it mental treatment? I thought, is this actually interview with detectives? Or is this somebody who they already think is insane? And this is somebody in mental treatment. And they're allowing her to play guitar because it's not, this is not something different. And I had this theory that she kept talking about all these people and the doll's house and how they used to make up characters in Doll's House I thought at one point when she was mentioning all these characters like Florence and her husband's boss and Simon I thought are all of them Dollhouse characters like and I was like oh my god like all of these five different days they're all just different people like yeah and yeah. when it wasn't that I was like oh, okay there's only two characters but I was half expecting it to be like there was no murder like mm. she's just mad um, and she just thinks that her husband because the fact that her husband Simon makes mirrors and she talks about the beautiful glasswork in the dollhouse I was like is yeah. he a fucking dolly is your husband a fucking dolly <laughs> um, but I also like the mirrors with that I like the fact that the doll's house was in the attic and she talks about Eve living across the road and that could be yeah. the dollhouse and the yeah and like the reflections and like not liking your own reflection and I mean there are so many red herrings as well I mean yeah. it's, it's it's written in a way that you can interpret it as Eve being entirely fictional, of being a second personality of hers, um, and then Eve's eventual meeting with Simon, to being almost like Simon's trying to rec- like reckoning with with Hannah's other personality yeah. and trying to, and then having sex with her while in that personality. I find it fascinating though because it's like. I think one of the reasons I enjoyed it was because it felt to me because there were so many red herrings and it gives you this like here's a pile of information and you've got to just go through and discern what's relevant and what is not relevant and why it's relevant mm. and just condense it into something that makes sense. Is, you wouldn't forgive a film if it was that open to interpretation. No, but in my mind it isn't and that's why I get so frustrated when people like in my mind have have, have come out with a weird theory that makes more sense. Like I, I was... Mm. I, getting really frustrated when I'm looking forward and I'm going yeah but you know the whole thing with the odium where she's going to the bathroom and cha- cha- swapping clothes that proves it's twins and you're like are you mad like what that's clearly somebody that's clearly not real like and I don't know like even the fact that like I think it's interesting and it's one of those things where the twins theory seemed to pop up a lot more with people who who maybe had a bit less empathy um, or maybe were a bit younger and it's not to be demeaning of those things but stupid people 
No, it's not that simple. <laughs> you have to it's be like, some sort of idiot to think there are two distinct people. I saw somebody who was like, oh, it doesn't make sense, because if it was true that she had multiple personalities, then it means that Simon must be mad as well. Because there, why would you why would you stay with a woman who occasionally thinks that she's a different woman entirely? And it's like, well, you sort of look at these people on the forums and go, well, you've clearly never been in love with somebody. <laughs> yeah. like, it's this thing of, like, you don't understand. And there, are, to be fair, there are enough clues either way. I mean, I, I, a, a large chunk of my interpretation of it, I initially believed the, the most obvious thing, which is definitely the same person. That's the twist. It has to be the twist. And then there's enough clues that are being fed to me that there were different people that I was like, okay. Yeah, but the idea of having somebody living in the attic for 30 years without anyone noticing who looks identical to you but maybe Eve's mad and she's saying living in the attic as a metaphorical sense. I mean, I do like the fact that it does remain really open, but I do, I do also agree that it's uh, it's just maybe making you do a bit a bit more of the work and piecing it together. And again, it's the fact that somebody pointed out to me about the guitars, because I really hated the guitars. And I was like, that's bad for me because it it's it's bad enough that I think, and I, I presume this is how they did it. And I think actually, just as somebody with very, very minimal um, filming experience it annoys me that when she's sitting there talking to two detectives I don't think there are two people there there may be one person there um, but they should have had at all times when filming people opposite her regardless of whether or not they were saying oh, yeah. or doing anything but I can or tell or ping pong balls for her to look at <laughs> no I, I, I don't think even that I think you can tell that she's looking left looking right like she's crossing a road it's like there is something about when you Unless you are really experienced at it, it, you can tell if somebody's looking at somebody or if they're looking at nothing. Yeah. But I think, yeah, yeah I think that, that factors into the the acting comment. Is it, that it's like, I, yeah, I guess. I think it could be a more convincing portrayal of an interview, but I don't think that really matters in in the in the in the scheme of. But the guitar, Stephen, the guitar. <laughs> yeah, the guitar was fucking weird. It's like it just doesn't make sense. It, it was nice though. It's well, I nice. To it, it's like no, it's nice. It was creepy as fuck. I got an achievement for it. Yeah, I didn't like them either. I was like, what does that mean? It's something relevant? Or- yeah, it was like, why mm. is that significant? And it's like, it felt a little bit self-satisfied at times when it was a clip where it's like, I didn't think it was that important or good. Yeah. And they go, ooh, you just got this. It's like, well, it's one of these- don't tell me. Like, the entire point of your game is that I'm constructing the narrative from scraps. Yeah. Don't tell me that that was significant. It's one of these... Uh, trampling over the core idea of what your game is. You're completely right. And it is one of those weird games where I kind of had a... I really hope he never listens to this, but I, it was one of those games where I really enjoyed the game, but I couldn't help but feel that the the author was a bit of an asshole. Like, um, <laughs> like on his on his website, he's got an amazing essay about narrative and games and what the like the 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 inspiration for for her story, and it's like it's it's really interesting, and I think as an experiment, it's fascinating. Yeah, the idea that it's a basically a, a, a not just a video jigsaw, but just a story jigsaw where you're finding bits of, of, of a plot and you're putting them together and interpreting it as you go um, but it, it does bend the rules of storytelling I think it also breaks them and I think it breaks them and that means as a story it's not that fun um, and I think it's it, it's also strange as well because I think it, I don't want to come across as being contrary because everyone really fucking loves this game and yeah, but I think, I mean, you know, you've obviously got a uh, a much better stake to, to play in this situation, the fact that you've actually played it. 
That's uh, right. <laughs> a lot of people hated it because they felt it. Well, was, uh, yeah. Also, I don't want to align myself with the kind of fucking pricks who are leaving negative reviews of it on Steam. Uh, <laughs> that they, is that is actually a bigger difficulty. It's it's, yeah. it's it's the same way that in fact that like that because there are arsehole muppets. You know, it's like it means it's impossible to criticize people like um, Fem yeah. Frequency and their videos. Are like a lot of the time, I think structurally they're not as good as they could be. But you you know because so many people are, have already been such Just, a dick. There's about no it, point. There's already enough weight behind the negative argument. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like yeah. Also, but, you. Can't can't get involved with that because people will just steamroller it and it's just it's done you just have to step away and just go it's fine yeah. whatever I mean I would recommend people play it I, th- I think people are going to like it uh, but I people- think the thing is like I actually before we talked about this tonight because you were saying you know we were talking about Google Chain you're like oh I don't like her story that much I really liked it but at the same time I am also deeply conscious of the fact that I enjoyed my experience with it mainly because I think that one of the things I enjoy the most is just being thrown into a bucket of information and having to filter through and I, 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 I like doing that and I'm quite good at it and that was almost like See, a I weird puzzle. I would have liked if there was a more gamey element there where as you want because as I was trying to do with the little user session at the bottom of the screen getting clips and me putting them back into chronological order like I kind of wanted to piece the whole thing together um, that would have been a really good there is a screen mechanic. there is like an, an application on the desktop it's like a memory application where you see which how many blocks? How many? Even as an optional thing to be able to do that and put them into the slots. Yeah, that would I mean, because I keep I've described it twice as a as a as a jigsaw. If it was a jigsaw that you could see the completed thing, that's like that. I think I'd feel a bit more satisfaction. I can't. Um, yeah, that would as, have actually just from a, from a, from, a, from a video game mechanic perspective. I think that would give you a little bit more. Yeah, uh, gratification for uh, for getting some progress. Through. And it was also it was already quite like a you know kind of vague system to begin with, with no directions. Even if it just gave you an option to open something and do it, and with the collect being somehow clear that you don't have to do this, mm. that would have been great. Just to be able to put it like collecting panini stickers and putting them in the right yeah. slots. That yeah, would have been because I found at one point there was this thing of I remember there was this interview where she went from being like I don't see the problem at all, whatever, fuck you guys, to then like a few minutes later saying I want a lawyer. And I was like, I remember thinking, what happened in between? And the problem is, you can't see the questions. And I, you know, I get that, but I almost yeah. thought if also, I could find the clips in between. Interviews work, are they? No, no. <laughs> that's the thing is, I wish it had been a bit more like in the same way that some stuff like The Wire is so good because it actually just did its research so well on the subject matter. I really wished it had paid a little bit more attention to police interviews in a, in a way. Hmm. Um, it had elements of that, but then, you know, and but then somebody mentioned, I was talking about the guitar thing, I haven't finished it, but what I was going to say is, somebody said, oh, well, maybe at this point the police have worked out that she's two ego, alter egos, and they know that one of them, Eve, is a singer, so that if they get present her with the guitar, and she says, oh, I can't play the guitar, then they know it's Hannah, but then if they give her yeah, the guitar and she sings, there was a sense, then they know it's Eve. There was a sense in some of the interviews that... The interrogators, the interviewers knew what was going on. Knew what yeah. was going on at that point, and it was less of a "Who killed Simon?" and more of a "Let's figure out what why the did fuck this is happen? wrong with yeah. you." And that's kind of what the game is about as well, of being like. And I guess it's. I mean, we haven't seen this uh, this think piece on the internet yet, but I think I guess the internet is probably due a think piece about the fact that. It is, in a weird way, kind of narratively lazy that it's just the answer is, oh, it's just a woman who's mad. And there's no kind of dealing with um, the fact that 
in real life, this split personality thing often is a result of quite extreme childhood trauma. Yeah, but and I don't think no sign of that. But I don't think it's ultimately come down to oh, this woman is mad. I think it's more of a no, more right, of an right. inception ending where it's like, was it all a was dream? It? Yeah, because yeah. there's enough there, like there are enough clues in there that will suggest that they are two different people. No, you're like, right. Uh, you, you can interpret it in a very valid way. That and I think it does. I think it does speak to the strength of the game that I'm so committed to the fact that it's it's one person that I actually get quite actively angry when I see people who think it's twins. I'm like, no, you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> Which is like, you know, for, for that to drive me to bizarre lengths like that, yeah, I think it's, yeah. it's got under my skin in a way. But no, it's an enjoyable experience and it's, you know, it's, it's cheap and it's, I'm, I'm not going to recommend it because if you're this far, you've, you've either true. ruined yeah. it for yourself <laughs> you've ruined or yourself. you've already played it. Yeah, so if you haven't played it, then I don't recommend you play it because you know most of what's going on. The other on final there. criticism people talk about is apparently um, it's got pretty much like a very very similar story and theme to uh, Silent Hill Shattered Memories uh, which a lot of people have said oh yeah but like it's it's pretty much the same thing as he did in another game which is one of those things where it's like well actually yeah but if you look at that yeah because the developers worked on that game didn't they yeah Yeah. so it's one of those things where you look at it from like if you look at it from a creative field thing it's like well that happens a lot like filmmakers become interested in a theme and they like try and keep doing that theme again and again until they nail it and I'm actually kind of more on that side of being like well if you're somebody who played Shattered Memories and you didn't know this is going to be similar and then you play this and it's like oh it's the same thing then that would be really quite annoying Mm. but at the same time from the perspective of people like me who've never played and never never would have done to see somebody trying to refine an idea they've had I think is actually quite admirable and I think there's something to be said for for being like no I'm going to revisit that and try Mm. and do it properly Um, but I think a lot of people are basically going oh this guy's a one trick pony he keeps doing the same thing over and over again so it's one of those things where I think her story is fantastic Um, it's definitely flawed yeah, but, uh, I don't want to come across as being too down on it. Um, it's it is it is that thing of 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 of, of seeing uh, uh, unabashed. It, you, you get that instinct when you see unabashed praise for something, Absolutely. and you go, "Well, people aren't mentioning this thing that I don't like about it." It's really and then hard that, making that the focus of your output about it because I don't like- want to do that because it it is a really good game, and the reviews you read of it are accurate uh, and it is uh, a fascinating experiment in, I think it is the problem though the fact that you can't it's really hard to discuss the, the faults of it without getting into the, the process of spoiling like Gav was like oh yeah. you'll be able to talk about why it's not good without spoiling it and I'm like I don't know if we will like because you really have to go into it it is like that it's like Cabin in the Woods if you mm. have to go into it thinking you're doing a murder trial like thinking you're doing a murder mystery and if you, if somebody says, "Oh, it's not really about the murder," then you've already half ruined it for yourself. So, yeah. I think I think my core problem with it is spoiler free in that it's the it's the assembling of of a story that I don't think works. Hmm. Um, that, that that that's my main problem with it. And I think for some, uh, you could probably have a playthrough where if you roll the dice just right and you you put the keywords in in just the right way and you discover things in just the right order, you'll have a really interesting, fun time with genuine revelations and twists that are deployed to you at just the right time I didn't get that when I played no I, I felt like I'd kind of broken it as well but I think the problem is that maybe made me feel special but maybe actually in reality everyone's special anyway thank you very much for joining us again and uh, we'll see you next time bye bye bye